I'm here with Pullman head football coach Spencer Emerson. Coach, uh, when we talked last week, you, you knew uh, Spruce Mountain was going to be a good good club, but you played them tough and really almost sounded like it could have gone either way. You know, yeah, it kind of got, got out of our hands that, um, in the second half there. Um, jumped out to a 7 nothing lead, then jumped out to a 13-7 um, lead, um, and then battled in that first half. Ended up getting down on a couple big plays, and um, end of the half, we're on the four-yard line, and couldn't punch it in, and you know, you know that's kind of how the story ended. And you know, But we did good things. Offensively, we had almost 300 yards total offense. Um, quarterback Brady Downing had another 240-yard um, game with a couple touchdowns. I mean, the kid is just, he's been, he's been lights out. In the first half, he was 12 of 14 for 183 yards and a touchdown in one wow. half of football. You know, yeah. he's, just, he's doing everything the right way. So offensively, you know, we're, we really are starting to find ourselves, and we still we put up 27 points. Um, you know, stopping Spruce was one of those things that we were worried about, and frankly, they're as good as we thought they were. Um, they were just better than us, and that's how it is. They had, you know, better athletes on the field, and that's kind of what it came down to. Um, the Jack Bryant kid, their quarterback, just runs the show, and he just he, he makes great reads and. He's, he's slippery, but he also has his eyes downfield, and then he has design runs for him. And then when you get tired of stopping him, they hand it to Big 44. And it's just, so we had our hands full, and, and the scoreboard showed that. But um, we feel like we're, you know, I say this every week, I feel like we're in a good spot, though. I really, I really do, you know. Lost to Winthrop by a close one. Um, Spruce definitely put it to us. However, I, you know, I, I think we have a new complexion. I don't think um, pulling teams in the past would have put up 27 and took a lead in the first quarter, you know. So I, I feel like we're still taking steps in the right direction. Yeah, I know. It doesn't ever sound to me like you're really down and the teams quit or, you know, no, no. Teams that haven't been used to winning get that situation where they get behind and then pretty soon open the floodgates. Oh, yeah. And I haven't seen any of that. I've been watching the scores really closely, reading the articles. They're in it till the end. We, and a we, couple of plays here and there. We compete, man. I tell you what. We, uh... Even even at Mountain Valley, we lost the game 35 nothing. We we repped. I mean, we played until the fourth quarter. I mean, they, they scored I think 10 points in the second half. You know what I mean? So it was one of those things where, you know, you get down and you have a choice to make. And I and you know when they went up, they went up by 20 in the third quarter. I brought everybody on the sideline, JV kids, everybody up, water boys, and I said, listen, right now it's about staying together. Right now it's about being part of the family. And we we say family every day, but it's it's easy to say it. But now it's time to, pra- to you know practice what we preach. So um you know unfortunately you got away from us, but we feel feel good about our effort and we feel good heading into this week. Well yeah and I, you know and and those are the lessons you're trying to teach. It's an educational endeavor. Mm-hmm. It's sports, but it's still part of education. Absolutely. And those are teachable moments For every sure. single time. For sure. Anybody you want to? I know you talk about the quarterback a lot. Yeah. Anybody else you want to single out? Um definitely want to shout out um. Gavin Russo, he's a senior. Um, unfortunately, he couldn't play this week because of a situation that happened in, in two weeks ago's game, and he and he was had to sit out um, because he got ejected. But he, you know, he won Scout Team Player of the Week, and it's easy for a kid like that to kind of, you know, not really care because you know how kids are today, and, and you see how, you know, if you're not playing in the game on Friday, how practice can be kind of a drag. But he showed up, he did his he did his business, and the first thing he asked me on Saturday was, uh, "Have my spot back?" I said, "Absolutely, Gavin." He goes, "Even special teams." Absolutely, yeah. And so I really want to shout him out. And our and our quarterback Brady Downing kind of kind of flies under the radar a little bit because, you know, a lot of guys score the touchdowns and a lot of guys make the plays and play defense. And you know, when you total up after five games, um, his completion percentage is 68 percent. Wow. He's thrown for 1,200 yards, 10 touchdowns, and only three interceptions. Um, not too many 
high school kids are able to put those numbers up. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm just fortunate enough to be his coach. I tell him that all the time. You know, I ride him hard because I care about him, and I tell him. Sure. I said, I wouldn't ride you if you weren't that good. <laughs> I was always telling my quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and he's one of the special ones. You know, I'm fortunate enough he's a junior. I feel lucky to be his coach, and, you know, he's a junior captain for us. Just, just the, He does everything the right way, honor student, um, baseball talent. So, you know, I definitely want to give him his, his, his respects because – the kid just does it the right way, and I think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the whole state of Maine. And I'm not saying that because I'm his coach. I'm saying that because I've seen a lot of football. And I don't know. I mean, too many high school kids can have a 68% completion oh. rate. So, oh. Especially not as much as you throw the Absolutely. ball. Absolutely. Uh, I get a question for yeah. you to ponder here a little bit. Uh, when Chip Kelly came to the NFL with uh, no huddle, one word, everybody's on the line of scrimmage, boom, 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 how many plays can we get in in four minutes' time, even in practice? There was always some question about is his offense worn out a little bit, especially if they're going both ways in high school, and or is the defense have to be back on the field because you do score pretty quickly. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on that with, you, with your team? It's, it, it's a really, really, really tough balance. So it's funny that you say that because I was fortunate enough. I played at Becker College my freshman year of um, college for Mike Lichten. Mike Lichten was a student assistant at UNH when Chip Kelly was there. Mm-hmm. So oh, he really? actually had a direct relationship with wow. Kelly. We ran yeah. that Oregon system with the poster boards and all that stuff. So I, so I noticed that. Also, when we were at Bates, offensively, we were, we were one of the, you know, statistically last in the league, and our defense is really, really good. But there are games where the games would get away from us because we're going tempo. But if you're going tempo and, you're, and you go three and out, you took 30 seconds off the clock. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, it's one of those things, so I, I understand that completely. And I think some of my inexperience as a head coach um, this season has kind of put a lot of pressure on mainly my defensive coordinator, Coach Chasen, but also – the guys that only play defense for us, I, I do, I do see that um, that situation. Um, I think in my experience at the, I've seen it at the Division One level, the Division Three level, and the high school level. Um, I go tempo because it forces um, the defense to kind of. It's hard for them to get a call in. So for us, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big believer when we get first down, we're ready to run the play before the changes are set. That's my big thing. If we get a first down, let's get lined up. You know, we'll dummy cane some stuff or we'll clap, let the, know, let the offensive line know to stay down and we're live, but he'll get back and get a number from me and we'll run a play. Um, worked with us, worked really well at Winthrop because we were able to go tempo and now they couldn't change their coverage because how do you change your coverage from the sideline if there's no. 15 seconds between plays? So we ended up scoring on a drive because we, we, we found a couple of advantageous situations and we were able to go tempo. The trick is when you get to the NFL and you get to the high-level Division One, if you don't have speed like Oregon or if you don't have the, the offensive coordinator, because it's one thing to go tempo, but it's one thing to scheme it up tempo. It's hard to do. You have sure. to, I mean, you have to think pretty fast you to get a be play. Way ahead. You yeah. Gotta be, yeah, exactly. Two steps ahead. At the NFL level, those defenses are so good and the checks are so quick. So your one-word play, the defense has a one-word play to, to check into whatever formation they're getting. So it's one of those things where. If, if you have a defense on the ropes, it's really, really advantageous. But if the defense has you figured out and also has a quick call system, it, it's almost like you're doing yourself a disservice because, like you said, the defense gets on the field pretty quickly and, you know, it's, 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 it's hard to put together a drive. Tell me about Oak Hill. Oak Hill, um, very well coached, I think. Coach Stacey Doucette does an unbelievable job. Um, clearly, you can tell by his success at the um, state championships um, in the past. Also, the culture he has. Um, I can tell you the, the Connor Ross kid, the quarterback, is, is probably one of the toughest kids in our league. He reminds me a lot of uh, 14 from Mountain Valley, the, the Dylan DeRoche's kid. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. They just run the ball, and it's amazing. I, I couldn't imagine snapping it to a kid and just letting him run, run it downhill and getting up and snap it to him again. I, I, just, I just, you know, those type of kids are rare. Um, he's, he's an elusive kid. Um, the Treadwell kid in the slot, number 21. We've been, we've been having headaches with him because they put him in the slot, they put him out wide, they put him in motion, um, so trying to keep tabs on him. 
Um, and then, you know, they have a couple of these these fullbacks, number 90, who just kick out block, and they have a couple of these linebackers, like number 50, who fill gaps. And I just think they're really, really sound, and I think they're really, really tough. Um, so it's one of those things with us is we're more of a spread team, and we don't do too much in between the tackles based on our personnel. We, we like to get the ball on the flank, and they come right at you. So it's kind of a nice little Jekyll and Hyde of, of difference of styles. Um, but they're very well coached, um, but I anticipated, um, like I told my guys, this is a pretty big game. You look at, you know, oh, yeah. you look at heel points and you look at who might travel to Wells. You look at my, who get a home playoff game if the chips fall where they may. Um, this is a big game. And I, and I think, you know, being in on a Saturday with a long week, I think we have a chance to get a, to get a program win. You know, we were, we were really close at Winthrop. Um, Sprucious, you know, frankly, was a better team than us. And I think I got outcoached, and I think I can accept that. But with Oak Hill, I think we're very similar. I think we both have a um, really talented quarterback. You know, he's more of a talented runner. Ours is a talented thrower. I think they have really good talent in the slot. Um, and then they just, you know, I like to think I'm well coached, and I think they're very well coached. So, um, you know, it's one of those things where I think we match up well, and I think it's going to say a lot about where we stack up in the league sure. um, this, this Saturday. So come down to a couple plays. Absolutely. One more thing about the yeah. Treadwell kid. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I are on the road, not all the time, but enough, mm-hmm. and I've got animals. Treadwell, uh, Caleb feeds my animals when we're gone. Does he really? And I give him a key to my house, and he comes in and uh, locks it up when he's finished. You know, you don't find those kids uh, just anywhere. I've only heard good things about that kid. I've, yeah. I mean, I heard some things in preseason. Um, you know, my, I have a lot of family that's from Oak Hill, my uncle, um, Tom Turcott, sure. as you know, was taught yep. there. Judy Shram, my aunt, was the secretary there. Um, you know, they, they, they talk about the kids in that community, and I think Oak Hill is a special place, um, kind of similar to Poland in the sense where some of those old values that have, have sadly faded away, I think those these small-town communities hold sure. on to them, and I, and I think it's important that we hold on to those things. So to hear about the Treadwell so. kid um, makes me excited to play against a kid like that. I like sure. playing, you know, I like coaching against kids that do it the right way, so I'm excited to get out there. Yeah. Coach, good luck this week, and... Uh, I may try to get over a Saturday game. I've got uh, EL tomorrow night and then try to get over there on Saturday. Sounds good.